Welcome, everybody, to Indeed, the independent podcast about independent wrestling. I'm your host, Mike Hamley. As always, I do have a very special guest with me today. Before I introduce him, uh, just got to get some quick notes out of the way. Uh, normally, if this was like a super professional podcast, this is where I'd probably like plug a sponsor or something. Uh, but I don't have one of those. What we do have is friends and a friend of our show is in need of some help. Righteous Reg, we all know him. He's a beloved figure in the wrestling media space, and I work with him week after week here at Body Slam. Something, uh, you know, had some unfortunate events happen over the weekend, and his car was burned in the middle of the night, and it just appeared to be kind of like a random act of, you know, randomness. Uh, but he literally makes his living driving that car, and uh, obviously not having that is going to kind of hamper that for him. So in the video link, or in the video description below, uh, you'll find a link for a GoFundMe to support Reg uh, so we can, you know, get some new wheels, get back on his feet following his setback here. Uh, so if you have the means to donate, please do so. Uh, I know money doesn't come easily to everybody. So if you're not able to contribute financially, that's understandable. But, you know, take the time to visit the link, click the share button, share it to whatever social media platforms you can. And hopefully somebody who is in a more comfortable position would be able to, you know, help out. Let's, uh, you know, let's make some good shit happen for a good person here. Uh, with that being said, though, I'd like to introduce this week's guest, a very special guest. Uh, doesn't do a lot of these, so I'm, we're, I'm very fortunate to have him here on the show. He's the founder and owner of West Coast Pro Wrestling. Please welcome Scott Bergante to the show. What's up, Scott? Hey, what Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, been watching a lot of West Coast Wrestling over the last, well, 12 months now cruel summer you came back in july of last year yeah i've uh i've dipped into some of the earlier shows as well uh so a little bit of history we'd have here west coast pro you started in fall of 2018 yeah and uh, october 13 2018 yeah and you're in uh like every month or two basically leading up to march 2020 and then you know everyone knows what happened in march 2020 <laughs> um so obviously you know like we, we got a general idea of when you started but i'd if you can provide some history for the folks at home and, you know, let them know basically how West Coast Pro went from being, you know, like a little Bay Area independent to you're now what I consider to be one of the premier independent promotions in all of North America. Yeah, right on. That's a cool compliment to have. Um, when we went into we went to the pandemic, we were starting to gain a lot of momentum mm -hmm. because. Um, at the time, pre-COVID, I had a really solid idea of what I wanted West Coast Pro to be. And it's kind of rough because, you know, at the time I was the only one booking. Now it's myself and Vinny booking. So I took a, like a huge um, weight off of my shoulders. But um, I was the only one promoting. I was the only one, you know, it, it was really like other than like ring crew wrestlers, like on the business end, promotion end, booking end, I was the only one. And... Um, when we went into COVID, um, I had a good year to kind of think a lot about um, what I wanted to execute with West Coast Pro. And I was just very impatient because it felt like we all took got like a year taken off of our lives, essentially. And we had some really good, um, what do you call it? We had really like a really good momentum. I think it was a, a lesson to be learned um was the show that we were going to have we were gonna have dan housen on there chris bay was on there all our locals like levi uh you know charlie all that and when it popped out we were just like all right you know what i was on the east coast for six months 
And it was weird because in California, we were a lot more strict as far as our COVID restrictions go. So like I got to see a lot of companies um, run during COVID, whether it was the right thing or the wrong thing you have when you're a promoter and you're a booker, you have FOMO, something crazy. If you can't run, man, you're losing it. So I had a good year of me having that feeling. And I just said, all right, well, when we come back, we're going to go for the neck. And honestly, like it wasn't, it was, it was competition against ourselves because I have such a high standard of what I want to see. So when we came back with cruel summer last year, um, I don't think we ever stopped. Like we're still in the like we're still in the process of of a momentum that is kind of just unreal. Um, but yeah, it was it was a trip going into COVID and coming out of it. Like, all right, you know, we could either just be a Bay because at the time I wanted just to be like the best Bay Area promotion, and I was just like, ah, the bar's too low. Like, I know I can do better than this, and that's not a knock to anybody. It's just I want more. I always want more. Um, for all of us. So we did it, you know, like I don't have any sponsors. There's no one I have to answer to, you know, everything comes out of my pocket um, to put this on. So like, I was like, okay, this is, this is what I want to see. This is how I want to see it. And you started to see it when we came back, when it was little things like better camera work from, you know, um, Paul and uh, Dave Marquez with championship wrestling from Hollywood. We got him on board cause he knows what he's doing. Um, we changed the look and everything changed the camera, um, the hard cam. We changed the mat. We are just doing small things show by show to just a little bit of attention to detail to stand out and be us. Like this is, this is the coast. There's nothing else around them. Right. You can tell you like, I, you can notice the changes just watching it, obviously like uh, the stateroom is actually pretty, you know, it translates really well through the camera. It's a really like inviting room. Um, yeah. You're talking about going for the neck when you came back. And I think that's definitely something you've done. Like you're in, you know, you basically, you come out, you've, you, you've come out of this COVID shutdown in July. You're running, monthly shows now like at a uh, you know like so you're 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 already on a more frequent schedule than you were prior to the shutdown but then the cards themselves are like just some of the wildest things out there finnick is pissed (laughs) like there's there uh i i saw an interview that you did with uh with bullet cast where you kind of mentioned uh shout out bullet cast by the way um but uh you know you kind of mentioned there's no throwaway matches on a West coast pro card. And, uh, I kind of want to touch on that. Um, is like, yeah. is that an intentional decision when you book these cards or is it just like the wealth of talent that happens to be in the Bay area just makes it so that that's easy. Cause you've, you've, you're, you've got this really awesome dynamic that happens in a lot of the matches where you have these rising West coast talents. And, you know, a lot of them are really people that everyone should know across the country. Yep. And you're matching them up with these, you know, like top tier talents from all over North America and internationally as well. Um, so yeah, I, I hate using the term throwaway matches. I think there's a lot of people. Yeah. I piss Vinny off all the time because like we try to stick to a budget, but sometimes I say, fuck the budget. And we always have that. When, when Vinny goes, when Vinny starts panicking, when I say, what's a budget, um, or if I don't talk to Vinny for a few days and then out of nowhere, like for example, um, when we booked um, 
Yuji Nagata. Like, I go, uh, oh, by the way, Vinny, I booked Yuji Nagata. He's like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, man, don't worry about it. That's the type of shit that happens, right? <laughs> so when I have a huge chip on my shoulder when it comes to the West Coast, um, for a very long time, and it is what it is, like, we didn't – we have so much – amazing talent and i and it sucks because i always say my biggest hindrance is, is that i don't i can only run a sh- one show a month i can just physically mentally i can't do it <laughs> do more than one not yet at least i'm working towards it um and there's tons of guys that i don't book just not even just the bay area but from the west coast all around that like i would that, that's amazing talents um but um yes there was a ton of people that we have locally that i believe that are top tier and you're starting to see that now because people were like they they didn't they knew who Vinny was, but I don't think they really knew his his resume and the shit that he brought to the table. Not only just as a as a talent, but like just behind the scenes, he puts a lot of shit together. There's a little polish that Vinny brings to the table that anything that Vinny touches, you could tell. Like I honestly, I'm I'm working with Vinny as much as I can while I can because I really believe that his true calling isn't even as I mean his wrestling is fucking great but i think he's gonna be an agent somewhere sometime soon i hope at least you know what i mean i don't want to work with Vinny a year from now i'd rather him getting you know a good salary just doing what he does best and putting things together um you have guys like levi where people he's you know he's been around for a while but like he's starting to find his groove because i just you know he's doing this thing finally um titus starboy i mean i could go down the list of you know who we had, we had like the West coast wrecking crew um, when they were known as the 1% and people were just like, Holy shit. And I'm like, I think they're phenomenal. But then if, you know, we finally got a platform and we built one that we could put people that are local against people that are considered the best in the country and put them on that platform and, and really show everyone what they could do. And the West was, I mean, the Bay Area was known as a black hole because no footage ever got out. Bookings were really scarce. You know, it was a lot of politics bullshit. It was just, you know, just like anywhere else when it comes to wrestling. The more I talk to people, it's more of the same. And um, I really think that we provided a solid platform for people to go and, and, and get booked outside of not just the Bay Area, but for California, because now you're starting to see some of our guys. When I say our guys, I'm just mean guys that are from out here. But now you're starting to see, you know, more of like, you know, Titus going to the East Coast and Charlie going to the East Coast and Charlie on GCW now. And it's really fucking awesome. And I'm really proud of it. Like that's most of the reason why I do this is just to get them out of here. Um, you're starting to see like Vinny going all over the place and stuff like that, which he was before, but more so now people are like really respecting the shit out of him as he should be. Um, and it's just, it's, it's fucking great. You know what I mean? Like you have a lot of local guys and it gets to a point where you've seen the same match a thousand times with local versus local. And then you got flying versus flying. And then it just looks like shit and you're, no one's elevating. I just want to elevate. I want to leave this better than when I came here. You know what I mean? That's just my look on that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I like that, too. Like, you know, you build up your local guys by booking them against the best from around the country. Like, yep. if you if you see the same two guys from the same city fighting, you know, they're wrestling every other month with each other. Right. They're not going to get really, you know, it's going to take so much longer to actually get them out of the city. Uh-huh. 100%. So, um, and, you know, you're talking about some of the people that, you know, the, the that have broke out from the West coast. You, 
your initial run before the pandemic, we, you know, we saw guys like Will Hobbs and Hammerstone, mm-hmm. you know, they just straight to the top, like, well, you know, Hammerstone MLW champion, mm-hmm. Will Hobbs, I, he's, he's going to be heading to gold in that company. Very, you know, it's, it feels indefinite for me. That, There's uh, no look, one that looked like his Will. trajectory. No, when, he's a, it's ridiculous. Like Will before pre-pandemic, I just told him, I said, every person that I work with closely, I always say, I don't want to work with you a year from now. I don't, I don't, I got to, I want you to be able to go and do whatever you need to do to go and get paid and support your family, you know, rather than, and I'm not knocking it. I love indie wrestling, but like, I understand what my purpose is and I understand what we are. You know, like West Coast Pro is definitely one of the best on the indies for sure. But we're definitely a platform to elevate people so they could go and get signed, go to Japan, go to NXT, go to aid wherever. I don't care. I really couldn't care less where they go. I have no alliances or allegiances with nobody. I just want everyone to be able to support their family. But if you look pre-pandemic, absolutely. There's, I mean, before people guys signed, we had Darby, we had Luchasaurus, we had a ton of people. And I don't take credit for none of it. That's the thing. Like, I'm not one of these asshole promoters that are always like, oh, well, we had the, and I'm responsible for this. I don't care, bro. Like, you should have the best talent in the country on your card. If you're not, then I don't know what the fuck you're doing. But I really wanted to be able to showcase, again, because it, it was more of the same, local talent versus the best from all over that we could get our hands on at the time. You know what I mean? So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so one name I did kind of want to talk about uh is starboy charlie yeah because we like we've seen you know uh more you know more recent names that you've mentioned like titus alexander mm-hmm. uh he you know he's 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 one of the people who i i often say on the show you need to like just learn his name now yep. and get familiar with him now you're gonna be really familiar with him down the road so yep. you might as well you know get on early yep the conglomerate we're seeing them uh, or sorry, uh, West Coast Wrecking Crew. We're seeing them all up and down, like uh, with New Japan Strong yep. doing a lot of work there now. Starboy Charlie, he's uh, he started coming to West Coast Pro as like a fan, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, um, no, no, no. Charlie, no, no, no. no. So Charlie's from Pacifica. Okay. Um, at the time when I had my hand in a school over there, he was a part of that school. Okay. Um, and he was, you know. He was a kid. He he worked a lot with Gold Rush Pro and did his okay. thing over there. And I was just like, you know what? I think I could do something really cool with him. And, you know, we started work with him because um, he's been wrestling, I think, since he was like 11 or 12. So he's been around a long time. Um, but, like, you know, he's a kid, so that he don't need to get used in a certain light. Um, but, like, when we started West Coast Pro, I, th- I think he was started working with us couple of months in so he didn't he wasn't there since day one but not that that matters but you know i was like hey i really want to work with you and we're gonna get a cracking and we did um so yeah charlie's been around like he's actually he's just started training at our school as far as as being a trainer so he's one of our trainers at the west coast pro academy now so he's he knows his shit the youth movement in wrestling right now is just unreal like like i don't i don't i'm in my mid-30s nick Nick wayne is 16 17 years old like he's better than most people that's been i i was just i just tell people i'm like look what nick is gonna look like charlie and titus look at them a year from the day 
because I think Nick's wrestling Osprey this weekend and um, in Rhode Island, no Providence. Yeah, he's wrestling. Nick, yeah. uh, he's he's wrestling in Providence. You have Titus, who's just building his resume, and he's just getting started. Charlie's off to the races. Like you know, we got him against Speedball in July. I told him I was like, look, bro, because we'll probably talk more about his like injury or whatever. But like, as soon as he was injured, I got the call that night and I was just like, all right, you know, and I just started preparing because it's like, you know, I'm close. Like um, his mom and I share the gym. So like she has a boxing gym called beautiful brothers in the front of the facility. And in the back is West coast pro training Academy. So we're like, it's like family, like we're, we're close like that. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just started preparing cause I, I know, I know Charlie, he lives this shit. Like, it's not like, you know, um, when you talk to Charlie, he has a, he has other interests for sure. You know, good guy, but this is what he does. This is who he is. You know what I mean? Um, so I knew that boy was going to go through a lot just because he had to sit down. You know what I mean? There was a lot of opportunities coming his way that he had to kind of take a step aside and he had to watch all this shit happen. He had, he had to watch all of this go on because you know, he's young. He wants to get out there and do it. But I was like, listen, bro. As soon as you come back, you better be ready because we're gonna throw a match. Just, just know that. And I said it for you know we we had Brooksy and Brooks is an amazing talent, and I was like, this is gonna be good for you. You know what I mean? Because he's headed back to Australia, but like we, you know, that was a great match. Uh, then <laughs> we have a lot coming up for Charlie, and you know, he he was training his ass off to come back. You know what I mean? He's bigger. You know, he again he lives in the gym basically, so it's, it is what it is. He hurt his leg, and you would think he wouldn't be coming back like bigger, but he's somehow managed to like with oh. a, with he's, the inability to use like a, like a, a, a you know a good part of your body. He's he's managed to. He's like, oh, okay, legs don't work. I, his upper is huge now. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. Like I said, we we co-own a gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if he's in there. He's going to be, you know, he's dedicated, man. He is, he's a machine. Like we've, when, right before momentum's a motherfucker, but like, you know, right before his injury, he was starting to get that stride, but you know, you'll see, you'll see what type of time he's on again. None of the, like the, well, the cool thing is about the younger generation for these guys. They're all fucking hungry, man. They're all like, not hungry. Like they're going to, um, you know, they're selling themselves out. Like, no, they're dedicated. They don't just go and do dope shit in the ring, but the, they train, they study, they have a good head on their shoulders. I can't think of a single kid that has issues like where it's going to hinder them in the future. The only thing I say that they do is that they just work so fucking hard that they got, at some point they got to relax. You know what I mean? But you can't tell them that. You couldn't tell me that when I was their age. So shit, I can't be mad at them. But that, that young generation, within the next five years, it's going to be kind of insane. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, what? I, so obviously we do we do we do a lot we do mainly show recap here, and yeah. I do want to talk about uh, I do want to talk about ninety three till infinity. For but sure. before we get into that, yeah. Um, Cruel Summer is coming up in yes. July, on July eighth. Yep. That would mark the, this show marks basically one year since yep. coming back. So before we talk before we talk about ninety three to infinity. Yes. Just how do you feel about West Coast Pro's like success and the imprint you've made both locally and nationally over the last 12 months since you've come back? Um 
the success was inevitable. You couldn't you couldn't do what we were doing and not be successful. So that's fine. I'm happy with that. It takes a lot for me to be like again, my standard is almost ridiculous. Um it's I'm I'm very proud of what we did. I'm just I'm nobody. You know what I mean? I'm just a guy that just wanted to put out dope wrestling. I'm very proud of what we have done in the last year. We have managed to not only just make West Coast Pro a solid name, but we've literally revitalized Northern California to a point where it's a destination and people just want to work here. And now people want to run shows here because before it was just like, who cares? It's, you know, it, it, it had no significance whatsoever. Um, you know, there was some cool shit going on, but like you wouldn't know about it if you, unless you were from here and it was a very like niche thing. Now it's like, no, we brought static back. Like we really did what we said we were going to do from the beginning. And that's just what that is. Um, I'm excited for what we have coming up in the future because now we have afforded ourselves a ton of different avenues for us to display and showcase the amazing talent that we have in the Bay area and, you know, just the West coast in general, you know what I mean? It was hard to be able to look from the Bay area and look at what everybody else was doing. LA was fucking amazing. I was tired. I always say like, I started West coast pro cause I was tired of driving to LA for good shows. You know what I mean? Like I love PWG. I mean, I like PW, um, what was it? PCW ultra was good. Um, there, you know, they had a lot of good Lucha shit down there. Um, Lucha Underground was running out of LA. Like, there's so much stuff that we had to watch just from up here. Like, fuck, man. You know, and it wasn't me. I wasn't a talent. It was the conversations that I was having with wrestlers, like just want, wanting more. And we did it. So, I'm very proud of what we have done. You know what I mean? So far, but we're not even close to being like we're at like phase one. We're not even close to where we're gonna be. So, like, and we're literally working towards it like all the time. Nice, nice. Well, let's get into this card here because yeah. this show was just off the rails insane. Cool. Um, first of all, I want to like I want to shout out your commentary team. We had Jim oh. Kincaid, Veda Scott, Jay yep. Rudo. Yep. I, the, I these like the com the the oh god, what's the word? The synergy. Synergy. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. They um, play off of each other so well. Like, uh, James is phenomenal jimbo i love jimbo like one of the most amazing people i know in wrestling um brings his own um style of commentary and makes it work you know what i mean uh veda i i hope to god i don't i I love women on commentary i think you know we had Alyssa, and Alyssa is phenomenal too you know what i mean we were always when we first did west coast if you go back pre-covid she was doing color commentary by herself and she was doing an amazing job. Um, Veda needs to be signed. I do not want to work with Veda one year from now because I want her to tell me she can't work Fridays. Like I'm telling you right now, she is she is phenomenal. Jimbo too. Like he's he does championship wrestling um, from Hollywood and Atlanta. I know he does Circle Six and he does Prestige. He, you know, um, I'm very happy that he's his name is starting to spread around. He, he's great. And then. Um, Jay Rudo, he's one of our students at the academy. We already have him on commentary. So he's doing his thing. He's finding his voice. He's finding his stride. I'm incredibly proud of what he's been doing. He's put the work in. He comes into the class. He does his thing. You know, he's learning from Jimbo. He's, you know, he's watching. He's color commentating. 
and he's bilingual. So like we have some opportunities coming up that where he's going to be able to, <laughs> it's going to be interesting what we have coming up in the next couple of months with, with him specifically, but our commentary team and take it however you want it is the best on the Indies. And I, you could, you know, there's a reason why you see Veda everywhere. There's a reason why you're Jimbo everywhere. And I was like, well, I'm bringing them both in and bringing them together. Jay being their best color commentating or best commentary team on the Indies. If you feel bad about it, go argue with somebody else. I don't care. But I'm very proud of how they make us look in that aspect. No, I'm not going to argue with that. I think it's a fantastic team. Broadcasts are always, yeah. It, it doesn't like you don't have any of those like awkward moments where, or where they're like finding chemistry or something or nope. no one misses a beat. It's great. Um, it. So moving into the show itself, we opened up, we had D rogue taking on RSP. Yes. Uh, we got, we, we did see D rogue come out with the win over a very bloodied up RSP. Uh, but, but RSP kind of got the last laugh here with yeah. a nice, uh, you know, getting a, attacking D rogue after the match. Yep. Um, so I saw some discussion between Rogue and RSP on Twitter later that night and into the next day. Maybe talk shit to each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, someone had suggested a death match, and yeah. I'd noticed a tweet from you replying <laughs> to that, mentioning we might have a venue for that. Yeah, we do. We have a. So I, I. This is some people didn't know this. I love death match wrestling. I'm in FMW shirt um, and a leather face hat. <laughs> I, I love death match wrestling. I just, you know. My just because I love work rate wrestling and you know just I love wrestling. I I don't know how else to say this. Like when I say I like wrestling, it's not saying like oh I just like technical wrestling or I just like the flippy shit or I like lucha. No 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 no. I like wrestling. So that includes deathmatch. If you saw that we were bringing in Hoodfoot, um, Akira, all them guys, I was pissed off for a minute because everyone says like oh deathmatch workers workers can't work. I'm like. Like how they can't. Like, okay, like you're telling me Masada can't work. You know who trained him? You know Have what you class ever- he was in? You know what, what come on, bro. Anyway, so we um we were at one point gonna run a co-branded deathmatch show with um a local group named Ugwa. Um mm-hmm. they do shows here and they do they at the time were doing a lot of like deathmatch shit at their venue, and we were just gonna do one together, and I found a place um that we're gonna run a deathmatch show at some point. Um, not with Ugwa. We're going to do it with somebody else. I can't say it yet. We're still working on it. Can't announce it. Um, but yes, um, actually, the I think it was first or second show that we were going to have coming out of COVID was, was just going to be death matches. Because if you remember originally when we first started, one of the f- people that we had um, working with Will Hobbs was a guy named Terex. He's like 400 pounds and does a lot of death match shit. I just thought he was special and he could work. And the guy that size doesn't need to do bleed bucket shit. He could just show up and be different, but he loves his death match shit. Um, so, I mean, we, I think we were the first people to bring Nick Gage to the Bay area and, you know, do all that type. So we didn't, we, the blood stuff is new to us. Um, and you know, where we are now, we're back and forth with it, but definitely going to run a death match, but not at the state room. It's going to be in the Bay area. We have a location. Um, the dates are open, so we're going to do something pretty special when it comes to that. Hell yeah. I'm going to be looking out for that one, especially. That's yeah. a crazy announcement. I, I'm I'm right in the same boat with you. Like, I, there's not really, like, I don't have a style of wrestling that I prefer so much. No. or And I don't really, do, like, comedy wrestling, deathmatch wrestling, you know, technical lucha. It's all, right. you know, it's all, it's all wrestling, man. 
Like, um, Ricky Shane Page, in my opinion, is the best heel in, in indie wrestling. And he's a deathmatch guy. Well, I won't call him a deathmatch guy anymore because he could wrestle his ass off. I hate calling people deathmatch guys because I just, if you know how to work, you know how to work. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah. there's exceptions to the rule, but like Alex Cologne, phenomenal talent. Um, yeah. Drew, Drew Parker. Parker. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like, Drew Parker, I. I said I, you can find the tweet. I think Drew Parker could be the person that branches deathmatch wrestling over to the mainstream wrestling audience. Drew Parker has an incredible look and a charisma to him that I don't think a lot of people have tapped in or even noticed yet. Um, he's definitely somebody I want to work with at some point. Um, but that's just me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Oh no. Yeah. Like I've seen him have death matches with people where I'm like, this is. Like there's so much just good wrestling happening yep. in this match that like you can't like I I feel like it appeals to the non deathmatch audience even right. Um, let's get a little farther into this card yeah, though. Uh, so we the next two matches we had uh, we had some staples of West Coast Pro. We yes. had Levi. We had Vinny Massaro take on Kevin Blackwood and Levi Shapiro. Uh, oh I no I got that backwards. Yep, we had Vinny Massaro. Take on uh, like, when, when on, did this happen? <laughs> Jordan, no, yeah, take on Jordan Cruz, <laughs> right. Levi, and Kevin Blackwood. Right, we had to bad. switch the card up. Um, yeah, so yeah, Fatu, Fatu was a, unable to make it. He had he actually had COVID, so oh, um, he was not able to come to the show. So we just switched it around. It was supposed to be Vinny versus Nick, um, and then you know whatever. But then we switched it. We put Nick with Trey, and then Vinny. Uh, with uh, Jordan Cruz, who we've had an eye on for quite some time. And real fast, Jordan Cruz, I think for the last six months, have driven from San Diego, which is nine hours from us. Every night before a show, drove nine hours to come help on Ring Crew. And stays, tears it down. And I'm like, no, you know what? We had a spot, because I'm very much like I book shit out three, four months in advance. You know what I mean? So once things are set, they're set. Vinny was like, "Now nah, we got to do it. Let's get him." So um, Jordan is definitely someone that you're going to see um, at the coast he- heavily. Like we can't ignore that. Um, I, th- I think that there's a lot of um, great opportunities that we could have with Jordan. You probably have seen him with you know um, Championship Wrestling, um, and I think he's up with Without a Cause up in the Pacific Northwest. But you know he has an incredible look too. Like he's a great looking kid. Oh, yeah. So. Um, we're we're definitely going to be working with him in the future. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, how like how how much notice did you have for shuffling things for this? So doors were at six. Call time was at four. I got the text at. Well, because what what people forget is is that go look at our cards, right? How many times have things happened? Usually, it's like I find out five a.m. You know what I mean? Uh, this was two thirty, two thirty, and we just swapped it around. You know what I mean? So you just got so they're they're looking at like about four hours roughly to kind of get their match together before the start of the show. Absolutely. Which they're listen, fam, like they, they're professional wrestlers, bro. Like they, yeah, they know they, they they've done more with less. So yeah. I'm not I'm not worried about no, that. There's, there's a certain standard they know that we have here. But like, yeah. also at the same time, I'm not gonna spaz on nobody. It's just you know, you know what? It, like when you come to the coast, bro, you know what time it is, man. Like there, you know, people have an expectation. They know the platform. 
it is what it is. Like they know what to put together. It's fine. Like I'm I, not. That's the last thing I'm worried about because I'm. That's what yeah. you know. Vinny excels with. You know what I mean? I, I I I tweeted something similar to this, but like I'm firmly of the belief that like if you had to shuffle a mop out of the closet, Vinny would be able to have a good match with it. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, Hammerstone, Vinny Massaro, Speedball Mike Bailey. If you manage to have a bad match with those three, UPS is higher. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's. I, I don't think it's possible. I've not seen it. I love Alex Hammerstone. Yeah. I have not seen a bad match he's had with anybody. Uh, Vinny Massaro, that guy, I have learned an incredible amount about this business through him. It's yeah, it's bias. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not afraid to be biased. Find a shitty match he's had in the last year, um, and then just, <laughs> speedball. I don't even have to say anything about speedball. So. Oh yeah, uh, Levi though he took on Kevin Blackwood. Who, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Kevin Blackwood is that's one of my favorite dudes to watch at the moment. Yeah. Just like I, I'm, you know, it's no secret around here. I like me some hardcore punk. So yeah. like aesthetically, no pun intended, uh, I do vibe with him quite well. But right. then also his style is just like just gnarly strikes, wicked yeah. like wicked technical skills. Uh, him, yeah, him and Levi had a f- fucking super Blackwood match. to me is the reincarnation of Perry Saturn. You know what I mean? That's the, you know, and I hate um, comparing people to people, but like if for, you know, the general audience, like, yo, like Blackwood is an, just a phenomenal talent. We have a lot of love for our Buffalo folks. Like we, we adopted Blackwood yeah. out here on the West Coast. Garcia too. Garcia is the homie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and Levi has been improving leaps and bounds since he's come to West Coast. Um, and we have been working so closely on just, you know, you know, in about a year from now, Levi's going to be one of those names, you know what I mean, that people are going to – I don't I, – I think right now Levi's just showing people who he is, and I love that because he has a chip on his shoulder. And I, I resonate with that. So anybody that, you know, I do things out of spite. I'm a petty person, bro. Like I'll half the reason why I'm doing West coast is because someone told me I couldn't, you know what I mean? So Levi is very much in the same boat. And I think putting those two together was phenomenal. I think they had a good match. Um, I think it really, it added to their resume of who they are. Um, a lot of people are like, well, I don't know who's heel. I don't know who's face. Sometimes people just want to see good wrestling between two athletic people. And that's what we do sometimes. You know what I mean? We're in the first, we're only been around for less than five years. We're establishing people that don't know who they are. You know what I mean? We're establishing people only on a month basis. We don't have a weekly show. You know, we just started doing promos and, 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 um, and segments and shit like that. So people start getting to know it now, but, Sometimes you're just going to throw two faces together and, you know, see how it works. Two heels together, see how it works. Just because. Just to, just to give an idea. Who's who's a bigger asshole? You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit like that. Or how does two faces, how much does this guy want it more than this guy? Sometimes it's that simple. You know what I mean? Some Don't overcomplicate wrestling. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's two people going in there. It's who, who's the best wrestler in this match. You, you know, like, that's, it's, yeah, they're you don't need to add everything to it all the time for sure i respect that um next up uh, you know actually before i move on from Vinny and levi you mentioned the school too like how important has that been to building west coast pro wrestling to also have pillar it's pillar um 
because there's a lot of guys that come down there. I mean, you'd be shocked. I mean, so we don't always advertise who's there. Mm-hmm. We don't, and for a good reason. Like, there's there's high profile people that that show up that you just don't know about. You know what I mean? But then you know, it gives a lot of our guys a chance to see certain people on a level, learning from them, breaking things down. We've had Alex Zane uh, do um, a seminar. We've had Chris Hero do a seminar. Um, Speedball did one for it started at like 6.30 and it stopped at midnight Speedball is a fucking professor of this shit like he's really good Um, but the school learning from Vinny learning from Levi now we're learning from Charlie I don't I have no idea because you know Vinny trained he was he's old school APW so like he, he he was there when it was a factory you know what I mean? So he trained a lot of guys that you would be like, oh, like I remember before the show, we were all talking and some of the guys were saying like, do you remember such and such from King of Vindies? Vinny's like, yeah, I trained him. And they're like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> I go, Vinny, you asshole. You got to let these people know who you are. You know what I mean? Vinny's very humble, bro. He's too humble. I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Like when I tell people like Vinny wrestled Masawa, they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, you wrestled Masawa at Pro Wrestling Iron like 2000-something. He's like, yeah, I wrestled Masawa. Like, you know, not like nonchalant, <laughs> but just like, yeah, I wrestled Masawa very humbly. And I'm like, fuck is wrong with you? Go, You should have that on your poster, goddamn. I don't know, man. Yeah, tore it up with Tomohiro Ishii like six months ago. Like, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't want that match. He thought what? the one the kid should have had it, yeah. That's ah. Vinny. That's Vinny. Like that's Vinny. Vinny Booker Man. Vinny. Uh, there's a rule now. Like, and Vinny's gonna hate that I say this. Vinny's not allowed to book his own matches. He's not. <laughs> like, you know, Vinny definitely helps with booking for sure. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but Vinny is not allowed to book his matches. I do not. He he hates it because I go. Don't worry about who you're wrestling. Just show up. He's like, what? I'm like, you'll find out when the graphic goes out. When I put him up with Ishii, he's just like, what the fuck? Like, I, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's time to let people know who you are, fucker. Let's go. He goes, yeah. but I'm like, shh, cut it. <laughs> snug style. Come on, man. NorCal strong style, the snug god. <laughs> uh, so moving on in the card, we ended up, uh, we had a tag match next. We had West Coast Wrecking Crew taking on the conglomerate. <laughs> this was like, this is like a Bay Area match, really. <laughs> Uh yeah well, well you know wrecking crews from I, LA but I yeah it's a I, very much it's a West Coast that's it, a coast yeah. match that's some shit that you'd see there um listen we've built that conglomerate I love it I think they're so charismatic I think you could do so much with them you're gonna love what you're gonna see with the conglomerate in the next couple of months you know being able to say like we could do a six man or we could do a tag team or whatever I go or you could do singles or doesn't matter Midas and Zoe phenomenal phenomenal like phenomenal everybody should start they're going to because i mean at some point they're gonna be like well they're on west coast so we got to book them zoe and midas are doing so fucking well midas has a charisma that we have not tapped into yet purposefully you're how gonna long, see that soon but how long's midas been wrestling like i i, I had a hard time he was finding, trained up I at spw i think finding... he's been around a couple years I don't have the I don't have his exact start date. I apologize, but yeah, yeah. he's been, he's not. I won't say he's been around a while. No, like he's he's still 
rookie-ish. Like I'm, and I'm not saying that as like a like I'm not trying to little bro him, um, mm-hmm. but he, he his sky's the limit, man. He's yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be a hitter. And Zoe, he so the bell rang in this match, and Zoe is literally like hundred miles an hour, like as soon as the match starts. And like I I had to I had to tweet about that because it was just Zoe's crazy. Good. So it was very good. Mm-hmm. You don't book bullshit over here. I'm telling you. No. The congl- and West Coast Wrecking Crew, too. Like, those guys are shit. Wrecking Crew's my – I mean, I, I always say this. The people like, who's your favorite wrestlers? I'm like, go look at the last show that I booked. You know what I mean? Wrecking Crew um, – can I give a hot take? No, give me a hot take. Go ahead. I think indie wrestling is ruining tag wrestling. Because a lot of guys are afraid to not afraid. They don't want to book two people. They don't want to fly two guys out. They don't want to invest in shit like that. That's why you don't see too much tag wrestling. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we have Wrecking Crew and, and the Machine Guns next month. But like I really feel like more people need to have the wrecking crew. More people need to have conglomerate. Um, violence is um forever. Um, I'm I'm excited to bring them in at some point. C4 That's... is amazing. Um, there, there's a ton of tag teams on the indies that just don't leave their regional area because people don't want to book them. Uh, before the pandemic, and I remember having this conversation, it was the American Wolves. Um, no, is it American Guns? American Guns versus the 1% uh, Wrecking Crew. And I told them, we're closing the show with y'all. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I love tag team wrestling. Tag team wrestling used to close every fucking show. Like, yeah. in, you know, the Rockers and, the, you know, the Heart Foundation, all that other shit. Tag team wrestling's in six. I hate scrambles. That's why you see me do six mans. You'll never see me do it. If you see me do a scramble, it's because I just said, fuck it. But, like, I like six mans and I like tag team matches. So, like, you'll see a lot of that shit. I said, we're closing the show with it. And they did. And they did fucking phenomenal. You know what I mean? One of the best matches we ever had at West Coast Pro was a uh, a triple threat tag match. It was the Stoner Brothers versus um, uh, the the Rascals versus Wrecking Crew. Like, you know, Reno Scum, phenomenal. Don't know why more people don't book Reno Scum. They're yeah. fucking great. I love Adam. I love you know Lester. That Jesus. So, like, I'm kind of like I'm. There's gonna be a point where I'm literally gonna be like putting everyone on those. Like, why aren't y'all booking more tag team? Honestly, okay. you mentioned violence like violence is forever and wrecking crew is kind of like my dream tag match to see. Oh, it's right gonna now. happen. Like that's point. I those are like they, here, let me give my hot take back. But like yeah, those are those, those are the two like top tag teams for me on the yeah. indies right now is Re- West Coast Wrecking Crew and Violence is Forever. And like, yeah, that's that's like a yeah, no, violence forever is solid. I like them. That's like some uh, dream card shit for me. <laughs> yeah, it's for me. Like I have, we have to book so far in advance for tag teams mm-hmm. that we already know what we're doing. It was to a point where we couldn't find a lot of tag teams that weren't Frankenstein together. So what we did was we were like conglomerate. Let's go. You know, that's you know we started building them up locally and bringing people in to work them and from the six man standpoint. So y'all know who the conglomerate is. And now when they branch off to do tag stuff, it's not so crazy. And now everyone's excited. And now that people are like, we love conglomerate. We want to see that happen. We brought in four for O for conglomerate. You know, people are like, why are you bringing in guys from Ohio? I'm like, well, why aren't you bringing more guys in from Ohio? Like, why aren't you working? With, you know, don't ask me what I'm doing. Don't watch me. Shut up. Why am I doing it? Cause someone's got to do it. <laughs> That's my job. Like, <laughs> Jenny always makes the fucking, he always tells me, he's like, bro, you're always going to have the one to do it yourselves. You know what I mean? Like, we try to do it 
or co- go do it with somebody else. Doesn't and it's just like the Thanos thing where he's like, "Well, I guess I go do it myself." That's us. That's West Coast. We're like, all right, you guys aren't gonna do it. Fuck it, we'll do it. You know what I mean? It's kind of the attitude we have. Firm believer in the if you want something done right, do it yourself rule. Hey, so. I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, there is oh, there man. is the there is the other side of the coin with the right. Got to do a lot, <laughs> but uh, let's get into the next match on the card though. This was the bounty hunter Brian Keith versus Titus Alexander. And Brian Ty- Keith needs to go to listen. I don't care whoever needs to hear this. Brian Keith needs to go to Noah DDT somewhere in Japan. Brian Keith is one of the best in the country. Please listen to me when I tell y'all this. If you have not booked Brian Keith on your fucking show, you are fucking up. Brian Keith is a phenomenal wrestler. He is too good to just be stuck in the United States. He needs to go over to Japan. And when he goes to Japan, I promise you, then everyone's going to be holy shit. He's he's one. Levi and 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 um uh uh Brian hundred percent gotta go over there. Absolutely Brian Keith, phenomenal. Absolutely. So he's taking on Titus Alexander, who Who's Titus guy stinks? Yeah, right. I, I've definitely never at any point on this show said that's that a name on. that you need to start learning now. Titus Alexander right. is, is literally is, people always say, I'm the future, I'm the future. Blah, blah. No, no. Titus is literally that. You know what I mean? There's he's if if you know people are like he is. If you knew who his dad was, you'd get who Titus is. Um, if you don't know who Titus's father is, this guy named Big Ugly, um, Rowdy Piper's favorite wrestler. Uh, he was big in the Pacific Northwest. Um, he Big Ugly trained Timothy Thatcher. Like that's that's who his father is. Yes, so. Big Ugly was the only guy that I knew in the Bay Area, Northern California, or I guess you could say California in general, that I could remember and I could recall that could almost start a riot at the drop of a dime. I remember seeing people throwing batteries at his ass. That's his dad. So when you look at Titus, you're like, oh, he's a baby-faced kid. Why is he a good guy? Know who his dad is. Know what he comes from. Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to tell you. It works. Um, Titus is fucking great. There's no one else that I could sit here and sell you like you he he he, he stood up with the best. You know what I mean? Uh, uh Brian Keith, same thing. Putting them two together, easy night. So that was a match I wanted to see for so long because those styles just mesh very well. You're gonna probably see more of them two working with each other in the future. You know what I mean? I, I like the, I like it too because it's like it's it's a definite styles clash kind of match. Like Brian Keith is not really about all the high flying shit and everything. He's 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 in there to beat your ass. Right. And like Titus Alexander though, low key like you see him flying around, yeah. But then like that chaos theory is one of the best chaos theory. That is the nutty. Everyone talks about the chaos theory. Go watch his drop kick, bro. Holy yo, shit. Okay. Yeah. So I was I I was watching one I was watching uh his Osprey match. Uh I was showing it to some friends. Like I'm trying to put I'm trying to put people on Titus Alexander. Like right. I'm, I I don't I I don't you know, I'm yeah. not bullshitting no, cuz you're here. But like and he hits like he's hit, uh, he hit a drop kick like as an anti-air yep. in that match. And mm-hmm. I'm like that drop kick is fucking Okada-esque. Like it is, you said it, not me. Clean. I'm it is, you said it, not me. There's it is, probably, it is so clean. But then, uh, uh yeah, 
during this match, I happened to tweet like after I watched the Brian Keith match. I tweeted this during the show. There are German suplexes, and then there is Titus Alexander's Chaos Theory. Yep. Like it, I he he is he's the future. Like he, I I look at like him, Nick Wayne, Starboard Charlie. Like these are the people that I I'm going to be seeing main eventing nationally, hopefully on television. Like that, like no, they, they will, like yeah. they will. They will. There's no there's there's no doubt that I have that they won't be those guys. You know what I mean? Like Nikki, yeah. as soon as he turns 18, he's he's already gone. You know yeah. what I mean? Titus, I mean, I'm 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 counting, I'm on borrowed time with Titus. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm doing everything I can to get Titus noticed on a national level that I'm just like, what y'all want to do? I'm like I hate working with promoters. Thankfully, there's been a handful that I get along with very well. I, um, and you're gonna you're going to see a lot of the, like there's a there's a group of promoters that are on the under talking to each other and networking with each other and we want to bring feuds that we have cross country and we all have the same mindset and we talk daily it's going to happen so the like there's guys on the east coast that they're like man we just want to get them to the west i'm like don't worry come talk to me we'll bring them out i had the same thing let's get it cracking and it's gonna happen. It's just you know we. I'm not patient. I'm tired of waiting. So and they are too. And again, my goal is to get my guys seen on a, on a level where again, they could go and provide for their families. And some of them are kids. You know what I mean. And I want them to go and live a lifestyle where it was. It's cool to be into this wrestling shit. They get to go travel the world, get paid. Selfish so yeah. Officially, I hope we have some Canadians involved in this discussion. Uh, shout out to um, was it? It's up in Vancouver. Okay. Uh, new, um, new. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then uh, we've, yeah. we've talked. Did, yeah. did you see that tweet? Uh, I I gotta go look for it. <laughs> well, just know that Vancouver's on the western coast of Canada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're. I gotta, I gotta get my passport. <laughs> I'm a, I'm on the east coast of Canada. I know some. I I, I definitely know some names here too that are for uh, sure. Oh man. But um, Garcia and um. And Blackwood definitely put me on to a lot of names from that, you know, from that C- side of the yeah, world. C4, yeah, C4, up in the C4 when I think of Canadian, no disrespect to new. When I think of Canadian wrestling, it's C4. Yeah, C4, absolutely. I I, I just want, look, man, it's been a while since I've been able just to go to a show and not in a working capacity. I would love to go to a C4 show. I would like to go to a Limitless show on the same weekend that there's a fucking C4 show. I think Limitless does an amazing job, too. C4 is like six hours away from me. Drive or about five about about a five hour drive. I like yeah, that's like two I'm, podcasts. That's fine. Yeah, I'm like, oh right. man, I I don't. <laughs> I got are, are ga- is gas high up there too or no? Um. Okay. So here's the thing. Like, I I actually don't drive because of the back. So okay, I like I'm basically public transit all the way. Okay, uh, So it's uh, we got a really good network for that here. But my understanding is gas is like fucking absurd everywhere. Like it's it's here too. I'm I had friends from the states visiting me last weekend, and we did the, the like, worst. We did the gas conversion, and they're like, it's about the same. It might actually be more. Yeah, it's so. Anyway, yeah, yeah. world's wild right now, but uh, all right. Moving on, the next matchup we had: Kanasuke Takeshita versus Speedball Mike Bailey. This right. is it. I would probably we did, say that we didn't talk about Vinny and, and Jordan Cruz's match. We've oh, over it. Yeah, well, I'll just say good match. Like Jordan yes. Cruz, Vinny did a great job. Yeah, no, I thought I, it worked well all around. First time anyone saw Jordan Cruz with the West Coast, he doesn't fit the West Coast mold, Jordan Cruz. Yeah, and I hate hearing that. 
Because that's okay. what I've been told. And I'm like, no, there is no mold. Because you got to remember, Hammerstone was our longest reigning champion. And he isn't the mold, but Hammerstone was phenomenal and dominant, the whole shit. Jordan Cruz cut from the same class. Vinny, as usual, had a great match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we kept the push. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, was, I just had to go back. I was like, "Ah, oh, wait, no, we didn't talk about that." No, you know what? I we got you know we started talking about the school and stuff, and then we went back right. to the, like the Blackwood Levi match, and then we never ever ended up getting there. That was, uh, yeah, no, that was uh, that was like Jordan's first time West Coast Pro too. Like, what a yes. debut! What a debut to make to show up, right? Short, show up short notice, you know, and wrestle one of the cornerstones of uh, of the company, the and then you know you, you go out there and it's like, oh yeah, no problem. Just have a great ass match, right? But uh, yeah, and then so obviously we got to speedball Mike Bailey, yes. Nasuke Takeshita. Yes, this was uh, first time ever happening on U.S. soil. Yes, for the for this for this matchup. What like okay? <laughs> when the match ended, because I have a little spot that I stand in. Yeah, and when it ended, people just turned and looked at me, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck we just saw, dude. That shit was insane. That was crazy. And then, you know, the West Coast chants and all that. That was top five matches I've ever seen in person. Top three West Coast Pro matches I've ever seen. That shit was unreal. That wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. That, that I mean, you can't have a bad match with Speedball. Takeshita, can't wait to have him back. That's all I'm going to tell you. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he did hop on the stick after the match too and say, "I'll be." They hit him with the "Please come back," and he was like, "I'm coming back, Nori." Yep. So, I uh, yeah, that's, I've got. It's always like a huge compliment because we don't tell him to say nothing. I remember when Suzuki came the first time. We don't. Here's your match. Have fun. You know what I mean? Yep. And they get on the mic and say they'll be back. I I will stand by this. I think that the West Coast Pro crowd is the best crowd. I love them. They're so tight knit, but they're very, um, re- they're respectful. Um, they show a ton of love. I think they do, you know, they, they treat the performers when they come in with such a level of reverence and respect that like, I think that's why so many guys want to work with us because they want to get that from us, but mm-hmm. being able to get to Keshta to get that out and, have such an amazing match and there's so many little small spots that I think people have you have to watch that match. It's like that match to me is the equivalent of Donnie Darko. Like on face value it's a phenomenal match, but when you go back and watch it for the third time, there's little things that you missed. You're like, yeah. wait, oh, oh shit, that was great. You know, that was great. Oh, when he moved, you know, from the double knee, he moved back just a little bit rather than just yeah. a full rollout. And then he hit bro the the kneeling oh my God, that it, yeah, we're put so usually we put up really old matches on YouTube. This Friday, that show that one we're putting that on YouTube. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, I'm sorry, you know, IWTV, we put it up there to watch it live, but honestly, we're gonna put that bitch up on Friday. Like, that's gotta go up there. That's um, it, it, it's a must see. Yeah. It's, it, you know, so mm-hmm. it's the same re- you have, you have, it's just, you know, same reason you have Titus and Osprey up there. It's like that, you know, these are like premier matches where, you know, yeah, all it can do is, you know, it, all it can do is help. There's no, there's no harm happening in doing that. But like, how? When did you get? What? Like, when did you get the idea to put this one on in the first place? We were driving back from the POW show, um, that we had up in Oregon, and I saw Takeshita was taking bookings, and originally I was like, oh, 
okay, cool. Let's let's do this. And I hit up I, Mike's cool as shit. He don't care. He's throw him at me. Bet. Um, yeah. So I hit up Takeshita, worked it out. Cool, easy. I was just shocked that no one else did it. Like I was just like, y'all not like I love DDT. Like I think DDT is great. I'm like, you tell. Look, man, it's a very rare occurrence that we're like we could always have hindsight. There's people like just now watching all of Kenny Omega shit mm. that he had in America before he got he went to Japan and all the and people are like, wow, Kenny Omega worked this. And then I'm like, I'm not calling Speedball Kenny by any means. But in real time, we're having someone that is of the same caliber, that is accessible, that is a great, great worker. And because when we saw Speedball back in January, I didn't know he was taking bookings. And as soon as I found out, it was like January 2nd or 3rd. And I'll go, hey, we followed each other. And I'm like, hey, I, I would love to get you this weekend. Can you work? Like, I don't get, I'll make it work. I don't give a fuck. We'll make room. Because people are like, for a second, they're like, who's Speedball Mike Bailey? I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Y'all don't watch? Okay, so, all right. Because I watch wrestling. I always tell people, I don't watch wrestling. I watch the fuck out of wrestling. We saw Speed, and I, he, we, I picked him up from the airport, and I go, you're going to have a full-ass calendar, my boy. He goes, no, I'll be lucky. You know, I hope I get these a few. No, no, listen to me. You're going to have a full fucking calendar. And guess what happened? Full yeah. calendar. Now everyone's starting to understand. Yeah. To be able to have... Takeshita in the States and to be able to have speedball in the States, same time. And I was the first one to do it here. I was like, yep, this weekend, Lee Moriarty is wrestling um, Takeshita. But that's a good segue, matter of fact, because I'm going to put it out right now. I'm going to tweet this. Oh, shit. I told you I was going to give you an exclusive thing, right? We have a scoop. Uh, As of right now, and it, I'm going to put it out. We have the West Coast Cup on the 18th and 19th of August. Speed, uh, uh, not Speedball. Uh, Lee Moriarty is officially an entrant. Oh, shit. A, Lee Moriarty will be a part of the West Coast Cup. He is our second entrant. The first one was Masha. Lee, is this one? I'm literally tweeting this right now. Well, you heard it here first. Hey, Thank you, you Scott, for that. Yeah, uh, no problem. I just wanted, I told you I was going to give you something. Tiger and style then, in the West Coast Cup. Holy yes, shit. I've been waiting to work with Lee again. I love Lee. He's good people. Fantastic um, wrestler. I, yes. Uh, yeah. Seems um, like like I I haven't had a chance to interview him, but he seems like a very, uh, very nice down-to-earth dude. Too. Oh, dude. I, his, his TLO uh, on IWTV was really, was really I love good to watch. Lee such a actually nice humble person bro like really good people anyway there you go Lee Moriarty West Coast Cup done anyway back to Speedball and Takeshita uh we could sit here and talk about this match for an hour um I implore everybody to go and just everyone that's anybody that saw that match will tell you it was a great match um I know it's normal for us at West Coast whenever you you know we have a show there's always a match of the year contender I get that or can, a candidate this one is really that one like you know that's a notebook match or whatever I would I would strongly suggest IWTV.live go and do that if you do not have the means if you're up in Canada you don't have IWTV or all that other shit okay we got it here Friday we will be putting that up on YouTube I'll probably put that tweet out later on today. Um, nice. But please just watch that match. Fucking 
good match. Insane. Insane. And IWCV, definitely available in Canada. Cool. Uh, very, very active subscriber here. So, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we like we didn't have uh, I kind of touched on this before the show, but like we didn't have live events with attendance, at least in the province of Ontario until right like March of this year. So the entire whole pandemic, uh, you know, things were a lot different in like different areas of the United States. So I've been able to watch a lot of wrestling. And because of that, like I've I've grown attached to like all these American promotions that I'm probably never going to be able to afford to go out and see. But like, well, I mean, but look, like, what? yeah, it's I mean, it's possible to get you here if you want to do it. It's a tax yeah. write off. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like what? West Coast, you know, like West Coast Pro is something like like I found last summer, and you know, it, I was actually stuck in my bed for a couple months with my back. So like, I've watched the back catalog of so many promotions, yeah. and you know, it's kind of the thing. Like what, like what West Coast Pro is something that's kind of, that's stuck with me since then. It's like a monthly. Okay, I know when the show is. I like that. That's what I'm doing that night. For you know, you're on at ten o'clock for me. So right. Um. It's really cool to know that we are for a while. I just kept my head in the sand and just kept it pushing. Mm-hmm. And Vinny's like, dude, no, like we're really I'm like, hey man, I just gotta get this next show going. Like, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? And there was a point in time where I was able to like sit back and like really appreciate our reach. And I was really I'm happy about it. Like IWTV gave us a great opportunity with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it's 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 good times, man. Like, you know, it's 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 kind of surreal because again, like we are the little engine that could as much as people like hold us up in high, you know, they you know they I I respect the fact that how much folks respect us. Don't get me wrong, but it's we're still just a Bay Area company. We do it like we name after all our shows after Bay Area rap albums, and we're still very close knit with that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So like, it's really cool and humbling to hear stuff like that. Like you all the way up in Canada and you enjoying and knowing who our guys are like that means the world to me because it's like damn bro like we are doing something like you know like i had like again Vinny definitely has to you know sit me down and be like bro appreciate what you're doing because goddamn you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so yeah man it's exciting times dude it's a, it's, it's a whirlwind to be honest well like it comes with the territory i think too of being an international fan like I, I don't like I know that there's all these different regions of the U.S. There's like the West Coast, the Midwest. You got the South and right. Northeast. But Vinny, like Vinny said, he wanted I to bring the territories back and he's really don't, out here trying to do it. I don't have like a regional allegiance to any of them because of geography. Like I live in Canada, so I'm, right. I don't live in any of the any of these areas. But like I, you know, I, I like to go for walks on the beach and smoke some weed. So like California seems to be my vibe. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, but, that's the deal. We're, I mean, but like, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I feel like there's like a little bit of something everywhere that is like, yeah. is it, it you, you can become attached to, you know what I mean? Like, so, uh, yeah, hey, that's my little, that's my little, uh, that is a very, um, cool way to say it because you want, a feeling when you go to a store. I don't want every indie show to feel the same. You could cookie cutter it all you want, mm-hmm. but like, if all you're doing is just flying people in from everywhere else, you have guys right here. They could give them a chance, give them opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like, chill out. Because right now, like, flights 
the prices on flights are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And we lucked out because we focused so much on our local talent. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> you know, we could say, like, for example, Garcia and Suzuki. Garcia's a fly-in. But Garcia, we had him out here. We, I think we were his f- first fly-out. Like, we were the only people at one point flying him out. Like, when we rock with you, we rock with you. That's just what it is. You know, there are no borders when it comes to that. I will put you into the fold. Blackwood's another one, right? So we focus on that type of shit, you know? So we want to make people feel different when they come to a West Coast show. We have people that, you know, that come from all over. They fly in fan-wise to come see our show. Well, I don't want you just to be at some regular-ass indie show. You're going to see the best yeah, locally and, and beyond. I mean, we always say that. So... I think that's something we could be very proud about. When fans come into this show, 93 to infinity got treated to another, like, so you have speedball <laughs> versus Takeshi to happen. You're we like, had a wow, red eye. they were a- supposed to go last, but there was yeah. a red eye and we, we were going yeah. a little longer than we wanted to. So hmm. I think, but like normally right be like, match, we switched it up. We switched it up. We were yeah. like, all right. Normally you'd see a match like that and you'd be like, nothing follows that. But then like, lo and behold, Nick Wayne and Trey Miguel happens. Last month, what uh, Titus and Osprey went on right before intermission, and we had matches. I think Biff Busick yeah. and and um, Vinny closed that show. Yeah, you know, like yeah, that, it, was, that was a good match too. Jesus Christ, it's a testament to your booking again. Like you, you, you know, you got Nick Wayne and Trey Miguel in there. Uh, it's more like a mirror match stylistically, but like the experience range in there. Like Trey was kind of styling on him at the beginning of the match, and then Nick was like, "Oh yeah, motherfucker." Right. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, yeah, the, Nick, you Nick could Wayne run is... some flashy shit, man. And it yeah. works. Why wouldn't oh. you have Nick and Nick and Trey in the same building and you need a match to go? We put that together right there. Like, OK, cool. Let's go. That's a first time matchup. Um, I, don't it, know. I just it, knew it had to happen. I, I oh, just, no. I, Trey was in the car. We were I, driving. Yeah. Trey's like, I've never worked Nikki. Like at some point I'd be I'd love to work against him at some point. It's a it's so commonplace now to see wrestlers. It's, I love this, but see wrestlers shout out other wrestlers and say, I would love to work you at some point. Like, that's cool. So, you know what I mean? I Rising think that's tides, man. Rising tides. But like, good match. Dude, for, and, and again, it's like, oh, well, you know, this wasn't actually the original booking for either of them on the show. And then right. you shuffle things up, and lo and behold, you end up getting a first time match with like two of the best young wrestlers on the planet. Just this one was again like the, cool. the show was off the charts you know we and <laughs> right, right into it again to adam brooks and starboy charlie right after this this is you know starboy's big comeback singles match now yes he's that been was, uh, um, he, he, he got hurt in what oct- oct- like mid october, october right yeah. yeah um i was very happy to see this happen like we had we had Starboy come back with Titus and you know set up the forever war between Titus and Charlie. Um, just to remind people, like these two really don't fuck with each other. Titus at, at certain points, I don't think cameras really picked it up, but like Charlie would be sitting next to me where we, where I sit for the shows. Okay, and Titus would come out and start talking shit to him, just <laughs> the whole time. So yeah. like you know, there's if you're in the state room, you know why Charlie showed up when he did <clears throat> um so like that's always going to be there but there's titus doesn't want to work with charlie at all like he's like no i'm like his his whole thing is it in, in titus's mind he built 
West Coast to another level while Charlie was injured. So I don't think we're going to see Titus and Charlie anytime soon. I know Charlie wants it, but I, I actually, in a fucked up way, I think that t- Charlie needs a lot to get to that point because I think Titus is on a trajectory. We might see them. Depends on who wins and who loses because Titus and Charlie in the West Coast Cup. You know what I mean? So I mean, that's without – I don't even think that's a spoiler of any sort. But, no, I mean, you might see that happen. I don't know. You know, it just depends on who wins and who doesn't. So, those like not seeing them in the West Coast Cup would be more shocking. The dumbest than, shit would be, that would be more shocking to me than like right. finding out that they're in it. Honestly, one hundred percent. That that's one of those like obvious, you know, right? You know, obvious decisions to make there. Yep. Um. But yeah, like we talked about it earlier too. Like, yeah, you know, Starboy, he's been out injured for eight months or yeah, about eight months now, and yep. it's like he comes back yoked. Doesn't miss a step. Like the the dedication on him is unreal. Him and Adam, like Adam Brooks too, is. Oh, I can't wait for him to come back to the because that's that was his last match before he went back to Australia. I can't yeah. wait for him to come back. I think what, he's solid. What a way to end it, though, too, though. For oh him. man, like that's that's a great way to cap off your trip. Yeah. But uh, so you know, obviously this show, like what you've had a few days to digest, like the response to this show, how. How 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 is this you know how how's this one felt now that it's been a few days out? It's good. Like I don't. Um. We we like to have a mix up of everything, so I think that everything flowed together well. I think the matches were. It's a West Coast level of what you'd expect, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's a bad thing to say. Like I, it did what it was supposed to do. You know, um, so I'm I'm happy. I love the show. I thought it was great. I you know, like everyone's focused on Takeshita and Speedball. Go watch the match four or five times. Do that. Go watch the other guys. There's like definitely like you know our local guys. Are, like you've said it, they're gonna be the people that you're gonna be talking about in the next couple of years. Um, I'm very excited for the next show because because of this show. I'm excited for the next show because now we get Speedball and Charlie wrestling each other. That is going to be one of those matches. We got ACH coming in to work with Nick Wayne. That's going to be insane. Um, we have uh, Jack Cartwheel, who is debuting on West Coast Pro, working with Titus Alexander. And Jack's from Sacramento, so he's a West Coast kid. And, you know, I think they've only wrestled one time at Ugwa. Now we get to see that at the coast. Motor City yeah. Machine Guns and the Wrecking Crew. Like That's going to be one of those matches, man. Uh, I think from top to bottom, we're going to have a really good show. You know, Z- what I mean? I'm, I'm excited. Zeta, Zeta Zhang and Masha's announced for that one as well. That's yes. like, whoa. Yes. That I'm, like I said, every match, there's a good reason behind them. Every match I'm excited for. If I'm not excited about it, I won't book it. If I'm not into it, it won't happen. You know what I mean? So, like, everything that's on there, there's been enough conversation about every single match that we're like, okay, good. This is what we want. This is, we're not, we're not, you know, faltering from it. This is what, this is what we want. This is what we expect. Um, this is our standard. You know what I mean? I love Masha. I think Masha is the best women's wrestler in the country right now. Signed, unsigned, don't care. I think Masha is the best. Um, I love to see what she's doing. Um, you know, Billy Starks is definitely on the come up. I loved what I saw from Billy. Again, that's one of those she, – she should not be excluded from that conversation of the kids that are in wrestling. Um, she's she's definitely up there. 
Um, and then we got that. We got the West Coast Cup coming up. Um, we have our four-year anniversary show in October. And then we're doing King of Indies in November. It's a very big year for us. Um, I thought last year was a big year for us. This year is a big year for us. Every year is going to be a big year for us if, you, if you're doing it right. Um, but, yeah, I'm, to circle back, I'm very happy about our show. Like I said, that show gets me excited for the next show and where we're going with that. Uh, Jacob Fatu is uh, our West Coast Pro Champion. He's going to be working with uh, Tom Lawler. Um, that's going to be a heavy-hitting-ass match. Looking forward to that. Um, oh, and uh, Kevin Blackwood and Davey Richards, part three. This is going to be the third in the trilogy. It's going to be a solid match, too. We have stuff all over the place, man. Like, you're going to get all flavors when you come and rocking with the Coast, bro. I'm just – I'm happy. There's a couple names you mentioned back there. Uh, one, Billy Starks. Uh, I got to address this real quick because I had a tweet out that I, I have to put a tweet out to, uh, but she was going to be our guest next Tuesday on the show. Oh, nice. Um, I'm having dental surgery next week. So okay. I got to re- so reschedule that one. So that this is me announcing. I haven't put a tweet out about this yet. So I'm, I'm working to reschedule that one. Uh, I, I unfortunately had to cancel it because I'm getting my mouth all cut up on Monday. Right. So Tuesday interview, not going to probably do good for me. Um, Masha Slamovich and Debbie Malenko at, was it, it was a game related? It was game related, um, right? Game related. That was like, that's one Man. of my favorite matches that I've watched this year so far. Like hand, that, that was, <laughs> that was Debbie's first singles match in 20 years. Didn't skip a beat. Debbie, I love Debbie. I think Debbie's cool as hell. I think Debbie needs to be. Fuck. Oh man, that, I, if honestly, like, um, it's hard for her to work Fridays because she has a day job. If it was up to me, she'd be on every West Coast show. I'd have her and Masha work every fucking Friday. I don't care. That's yeah. just you know what I mean. So, um, you watch that. I watch that match. I'd watch that match back seven days a week. Yeah, that was, a good, that was incredible. Um, so. You know, we were talking about Cruel Summer, kind of looking ahead to the future uh, now. So Cruel Summer's at the United Irish Cultural Center. It's not yes, in the stateroom? Not in the stateroom. This is a new building. It has a very stateroom-ish feel to it. You know okay. what I mean? So, like, I, I'm very big on ambience and, like, the feel of when you go to a place. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to make sure there was something that was similar to that, and we found it, you know. Um, so we're really we're, – this is – this, this show – Cruel Summer is our is other than our anniversary show. Cruel Summer is our every year. It's our SummerSlam essentially. It's a flagship show, kind of right. Very much so. I think um, we're going balls to the wall for this one. You know what I mean? We just want to get everybody. We got Booker T coming doing uh, meet and greet, which is different for us. But my goal is to get more people to want to see wrestling all around. <clears throat> and I yep. don't think that what we do. I hate the idea that we cater to a hardcore wrestling crowd when in reality wrestling's for everybody. You know what I mean? Um, I think that top to bottom, like you could tell us a good story in the ring and then you, you know, you could do it outside as well. But you know, I think we have a lot of guys that tell great stories in the ring and I think that anyone could show up and know what's going on. It's, you know, um, we are more R-rated, you know, now, but, you know, we got a lot of cussing and stuff, but we like authenticity over here, you know. Um, yeah, sure, you could cut a promo and not have cussing. and But, like, honestly, that's not realistic to me. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we're in a very, um, I won't say hostile, but in the real world, 
you know, tempers flare. You're gonna say some wild shit to somebody. We, I mean, this our podcast alone. This one, I mean, we curse a lot. Go outside of your office, people curse a lot. Your boss probably curses a lot. The bus driver curses a lot. Your doctor probably curses a lot. That's reality right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the 1980s. I don't care. I don't want to hear someone cut a lame ass 80s promo. I want to. I want authenticity. You know, when we have Jacob Fatu finally talk on the microphone, people are like, "Holy shit!" Like he's an actual person. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Jacob is probably one of the most charismatic people that you'll ever meet. If you know Jacob, you love Jacob. That's who he is. What you see is what you get. You know what I mean? He's a Sacramento head. Like, he's a, he's a real dude, you know? Um, D-Rogue, when you hear him speak, that's who he is. You know what I mean? Sometimes the best characters in wrestling is, is an extension of yourself. And I want people to see who these people are. I know that doesn't resonate sometimes with people, and it is what it is. Um, but I want people to not only just be themselves, but the best versions of themselves. And that in, in turn could create a character that people will be and feel that's refreshing. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I do believe that West Coast Pro is for everybody. Um, and that's just as simple as it is. So that's what we're trying to accomplish with the ICC or the um, the UICC. We want to we want to get more people there. You know, I know it's kind of hard to sell for the kids, you know what I mean? Which is fine. But you know, a lot of guys want to bring their kids to the show. This one would be a good start. You know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah we've seen some kids in the crowd in the state room before. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a wrestling's for everybody, man. Um, so I asked you kind of I asked you before we started to talk about Cruel Summer or before we started talking about 93 to Infinity. Yes. And uh, you know, but you uh, about reflecting on the last 12 months. Yes. And you seem you, 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 uh, from a lot of what you said today, you also seem like you kind of plan. You, you plan ahead. Yeah. So if we were to come back in twelve months and do this interview, what do you think the next twelve months of West Coast Pro? Like, what are you? What are your expectations and your goals? Um, I want to focus more on getting our guys international. I want to focus on getting our guys out of California, which they're starting to do. That's already in motion. Um, more eyes on our guys, which means more eyes on the product. Um, I hate using the word product. More eyes on the company. Um, we want to travel more, which we're we're so we're gonna change a few things up. You know what I mean? Um, as far as like where we're located and and you know we're looking at Fresno, we're looking at Petaluma, we're looking at Sacramento, we're going to go back to Santa Cruz, I think in September. Um, just start to branch out a little bit, you know what I mean? Um, just just like, like I said, get spread out more. Um, I think we're at a point where we're bigger than the Bay Area. Um, well, that sounds wrong. What we're doing could resonate to people outside of the Bay Area because I'm very much loyal to my soil so like i'm very much like hey this is barry 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 and i think that limits us and i need to go and put that aside and start to branch out um so i think that's a very honest start to what we want to do you know what i mean so that's 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 me that's me for right there i think that's that's a good start uh the other part is the school to build the school up a lot more um we have some surprises coming with the school people coming people going people graduating people debuting things like that um you might see a showcase of talent for their our students 
um, like, you know, free shows that we put on YouTube just of nothing but our local talent that we want to do. That'd be um, that's that's really about it. Like, you know, it's just small steps. We're not trying to we're here for the long term. We're not trying to do something crazy. It's small steps going into what we want, what we want to see. So I think we're going to get there at some point. I hope. Absolutely. Well, I hope that we can come back in 12 months from now and do this for again. Sure. I would love to. And I'm fairly confident in saying that I don't think there's going to be any trouble with you accomplishing all that. And then some on Thank the you. trajectory you're on right now. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, like, you know, so, you know, wrap things up now. Uh, you know, let the people know where they can find you, where they can find West Coast Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, follow our Twitter. It is WC Pro Official. Um, that's our Twitter. West Coast Pro Official on Instagram. Um, just run that. I mean, don't follow my personal account. I don't do nothing but talk shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, make sure that you're uh, checking out the school. If you ever wanted to be a professional wrestler, you want to be a manager, you want to learn about the business behind the scenes, see how this thing works. We have a school in Pacifica, California. Semi Pro and Pro Days are on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays is our um, beginners class. Everyone is welcome. We want to get people into wrestling. We want to make wrestling dope again. You can achieve it if you put in the work and the time. Uh, we have Vinny Massaro, Levi Shapiro, and Starboard Charlie as our three coaches, with uh, Vinny being the head coach. Um, we have that going on. We're going to put more content out for the YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed to IWT, uh, IWTV.live. Um, and then the most importantly, Cruel Summer if you want, ever wanted to jump into West Coast Pro, if you ever wanted to come to a show, this is the show you want to come to. Um, this is the one that we're putting a lot on the line for, bigger building. You know, we want to make sure that we're represented properly. We want to get everybody into the coast. Um, and we're very excited to see you there. Um, and if you need anything, just hit us up. We're, we're accessible. We talk back. We're not assholes. Um, and uh, most importantly, treat people with respect. Be nice. You know what I mean? That's the thing. That's the closing statement. I always say that before we open the doors. When we go in there, I say, hey, just be respectful to the people. These people care about this, so you should care about that. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, just treat people cool, bro. Um, the world's kind of weird. Wrestling's the escape. Let it continue to be an escape. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, me, I'm here every Tuesday, except for next week. My mouth's getting all cut up on Monday. But- yeah, you hated on Billy, bro. That's crazy. Uh, I know I've, I feel terrible, but like, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm like, I was like, all right, I, I know this a week ahead of time now with my dentist. So I'm like, I'm going to get that reschedule. <laughs> I, I got to work on that reschedule now. Cause goddamn that sucks. I, w- I was looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'll announce the next episode whenever my mouth feels better, but in the meantime, you know, check out all of our other awesome content here on bodyslam.net and follow me at that one right up there. I never know which way to point in the box. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Uh, Scott, thank you very, very much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you for uh, having me, man. I appreciate it. I'd love to get anything that I could do about West coast out there to anybody. This is, this is what I do. Hey, you're welcome back all the time. I recap your shows every time there is one. (laughs) You got to get Vinny on here, man. I would love, Hey, we'll, we'll talk after, but like, yeah, there's, tons of dudes from the bay area that i'd like to get on here honestly we'll set it up no problem all right but uh yeah thanks for watching and uh see you guys later